everybody. We are back at the nude beach. I'm your host, Janine, and I am here with a special guest, Mela Baroshki. And we're going to go into a bit of what she's about, where she's been, and how she can contribute to moving past from the past, unmasking guys. So welcome, Mela. Let's tell me a little bit about who you are and uh, what you do. Sure. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm a pagan minister and a healer in the rural South Carolina area, mid-state over on the East Coast. And I also do a few things, volunteer work at a local museum. But um, mainly what I do is hypnosis. So I'm involved in hypnosis. I'm involved in helping people, especially women, learn to heal from a lot of the things that happened to them, the trauma of the past. And that's because I had to do that myself. So that's kind of how I moved into that. I went back to school in my forties. So I'm 50 years old this year. (laughs) Wow. Well, you know, it's never too late, right? That's right. So can you tell us a little bit about, um, what brought you to helping people? You said you had a bunch of past trauma. Now you help women work through that. Can you tell me a little bit about what led you to there? Yeah, my trauma and pain every, that I carried really started when I was a child. And I was told growing up that I would never amount to anything, that I was worthless. I was abused, every aspect of abuse that there was including by people outside the family, the pastor of my church being one of them. And so I was really very depressed, very angry, didn't want to have anything to do with religion, God, anything like that. So that's kind of how it started is just having this really traumatic, abusive childhood and getting into my 20s and not knowing where to go, not knowing where to turn. I ended up getting married. I ended up forsaking everything about religion and having children and being super depressed. Oh yeah. A lot of us have seen to gone through similar paths that are on that come to my channel. Um, so tell me about how you overcame this, like how you got to where you are right now. Gosh, that story really is miraculous when I think about it, because right now, to kind of set the scene of where I got to, is I'm living on property with my family. I live next door to my sister, across the way from my sister. My parents live on the property. It's an absolute miracle. But the way I got there is through many meandering paths. And one of them actually started when I got to the point in my life that I was so miserable. I was suicidal. I had convinced myself that the world would be a better place off without me and that even my children would be better off without me. That's a really scary and dark place to be, to absolutely be convinced that you don't need to be in this world. And that's where I was. And My husband's church was telling him that I was demon possessed because of my getting into paganism, being a witch, my psychic gifts, things like that. So basically the church told him that I didn't need to be around my children, that I didn't need to be married to him anymore. Let the unbeliever depart kind of a thing. Wow. So we're going to get a divorce. Yeah. And I went to live with my parents and they got me dialectical behavior 
um, therapy, DBT. Oh yeah. I've heard and of it. I was diagnosed with, it's awesome. And I was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, which may be some, why some of the issues I was having in my life was happening with just this intense emptiness and the feeling that this black and white thinking that either, you know, one day everything was all wonderful and other day, other day was absolutely miserable. Yeah. Very Nothing much highs and lows. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and so I did this DBT therapy and I learned to love myself and people laugh when I say that, but that's doing that. And I look back and I see that it was shadow work, but doing the shadow work that I was forced to do in that DBT taught me to love myself, to love every part of myself, the good, the bad, ugly, the deep, dark, you know, scars that I carried and learning to love myself actually saved my marriage as well, because I wasn't looking to my husband to make me feel good about myself anymore. You're looking to inwards. That wasn't his job. And he was, yeah, yeah. He was failing miserably at it anyway. It wasn't his job. No, it's not. (laughs) And not at all. And so that, that's kind of how I got on the path. There's lots of other, you know, meandering paths, but going, getting my parents, getting me into DBT, getting past that really dark night of the soul, learning to love myself and facing all this terrible stuff really allowed me to get to where I am today. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. You know, it is quite a journey when you go in and do the shadow work. And I tell my clients all the time, you know, it's a process Mm. and things are going to come up, but the deeper that you dive in and clear that out, the better you're going to feel. And like, you're proof of that, right? You've gone through that journey. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You say that you're um, a witch and you, you run a, Mm -hmm. a ministry kind of like, can you tell us a little bit about that? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm an ordained pagan minister. I went to school and became ordained. It just so happens that my spiritual path is paganism. And I happen to be a pagan witch. So you can be a witch and have any sort of spirituality. I just happen to be a pagan witch. (laughs) And my paganism is just my, is very earth-based. And so as a pagan minister, I'm called to do weddings. I'm called to do baby blessings. And I clear houses of unwanted spirits and um, do counseling with people and that sort of thing. Just what any other minister would do. I have a group. I do teaching. I run ceremonies and rituals. I have a full moon ritual that I've done every single month for almost three years now. Awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Like, where can we find that information? How do we connect? Yeah, I actually... (laughs) So I have a business as well, and my business is called Three Rays of Light. It's a number three, three rays of light with a number three. And I put all my events on my Facebook and on my website. And so if you go to Three Rays of Light uh, LLC on Facebook, you'll see all my full moon ceremonies. I have a online uh, school called Green Wild uh, Mystical Academy. I teach a lot of classes there, but it's all kind of working together. So what I do in my business very much has to do with my spirituality, but I don't force my spirituality on my clients. That's so beautiful. I just happen to have that as my base. 
Yeah. I'm very interfaith. So I have every faith that comes to my full moon. And I do those online right now because of COVID. So those are available. People come from all over the world and they come to Zoom and, and attend. Beautiful. So for my clients, like, or my listeners, um, you like, you've gone through your adversities. You're now running this beautiful um, workshops for, to help people, you know, um, do you offer anything else besides that? Do you offer like shadow work coaching or anything like that? Yeah. Perfect. Um, yeah, I, I do spiritual coaching. Okay. Perfect. Awesome. I'm going to link guys, uh, whoever's listening, I'm going to link all of her information down below so that if you guys want to connect with her, you totally can. Um, tell me about, do you have any, like you have a website, do you have any free offers for people that they can look at some of your stuff? Yeah, absolutely. I do a totally free 30 minute consultation for my business to, just for someone to get to know me, to see if I can help them in any way. And we talk, talk about the different things that I do because as, as a spiritual coach, I use any modality that I think will help the client. So we will do shadow work if that's what we need to do. I will read oracle cards or I'll throw bones and we'll do divination if that's what we need to do or hypnosis or meditation, visualization, anything like that. And so that's how it all kind of works together. And so that that 30 minute consultation is totally free just to see if anything that I do will connect with the person. And I also offer a lot of free classes. Awesome. Do they find that on your webpage or on your Facebook? Mm-hmm. It's on both. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I put everything on both. Perfect. So what uh, for my listeners, is there like what? what more information about like, so your whole pagan ministry, the, your witch, like what are some stuff that you guys do? Cause I know there's a lot of misconceptions out there about witches oh, and yeah. paganism and like, there's so much misconstrued information and people are really afraid of the community. So I like, I'm hoping that you can shed light so that people are aware that it's not like what the hocus pocus that you're seeing in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the social social media and television and and TV shows and all of that really give kind of a bad name to witches and the Halloween things, the green skin, all that sort of thing. That's really not how your modern witch is, even though we may we may love pointed hats and things like that. But one of the misconceptions is the thing that came up with my husband's church that we're in cahoots with the devil you know Mm. we're we're under satanic influence that's a huge one most most witches that i know don't even believe in satan let alone in cahoots with them (laughs) so that's a big one (laughs) and another one is about wicca people think that if you say you're a witch or you say you're a pagan that you are wiccan wiccan is one tradition under the pagan umbrella. And just like I was saying before, that you can be a Christian witch, a Jewish witch. I know an atheist witch. There's there's witches for every spirituality. Witchcraft is, it's like a skill set. You can add it to every spirituality or no spirituality. It's just a skill set of being able to change your circumstances and change the world around you. So the misconception is that if you say you're a witch, oh, you're Wiccan. And it's, it's like someone saying, well, I'm Presbyterian. And 
well, does that mean they're Christian or what? So Wicca is under paganism, just like Presbyterian is under Christianity. So okay. it's a type of it, but not all pagans are Wiccan. So that's a big one. So would yeah, you I think say, those are some of the, some yeah, of the big ones. I guess a question, would you say that like, when you're talking about like creating stuff, so are you talking about like manifestation? Or are you talking about like manipulating time or, you know, there's so, there's so many people that ask questions, right? (laughs) Yeah. So I look at magic and I do call it magic. I look at magic as manifestation. It really is. You are manifesting whatever it is that you want, whether you are speaking it into being, whether you are using special colors or you're putting herbs together, whatever you're doing dancing around a fire, you are still manifesting something. Mm -hmm. So I look at that as manifestation magic. And I I see a lot of people who they just think, oh my God, magic, magic. That's, that's not good. If you pray, you are casting a spell. Yeah. Well, words Words that we speak. Yeah. Words that we Mm -hmm. speak are casting spells that people don't even understand. Yeah. And you're (laughs) cursing each other and you're cursing yourself when you speak words against yourself or against other people too. So magic is all around us. Yeah. So you said that you had like adversities with the church and stuff. What, why did you choose paganism over anything else? Cause there's so many different, um, spirituality beliefs, different groups, different religions. Like what drove you to paganism? Wow. Um, (laughs) So I grew up in very fundamental evangelical uh, cult, cultish type of church, very small church. And when I got to that point that I didn't want to have anything to do with organized religion, that really took out a lot of different religions. Because even if it's not Christianity, it's still organized. There's still someone saying, this is what you believe and this is how you do it. And this is how you connect to the divine. I wasn't interested in any of that. So for a long time, I just did nothing. But nature started to talk to me. And I would go sit by a waterfall. And I felt closer to what I didn't understand, you know, just divine energy next to a waterfall more than I did inside of a building. And as I did my study and oddly enough, I started playing Dungeons and Dragons and, (laughs) and before everybody laughs at me, (laughs) I was playing a Druid. And as I'm doing research, because I'm a bit of a nerd, I was doing research. I ran into websites that were talking about real Druids and real spells and real magic and it just it felt so right I understood so many things I have an Appalachian background and I remember a lot of the things that my grandmother talked about and I'm reading as these granny spells and Appalachian magic folk magic things that I didn't even know was magic and spells and all that sort of thing and so it really is how a lot of people will say this and I actually I feel this way it was like I found my home. So get getting that. into the earth-based spirituality, I just belonged. I just felt like I belonged. I felt like I knew the information and I've been in for a good 20 years now. And I'm such, so at peace 
and so happy with where my life is right now. And I did not have that at all. I was always, I was trying to be stuffed into a box and I never understood why I didn't fit. But I had all these gifts as a child. Like I, I saw spirits. I did astral projection as a child. I did all these different things that were being called demonic that aren't I just happened to be a psychic child right yeah I just happened to have this uh, these spiritual gifts that people didn't understand that came that and then I found find out my mom has them and my grandmother and all these people that it was just like being shoved in this box trying to fit you in this box of this one religion and I I needed freedom I needed to practice and be my own self and and come to terms with my beliefs about the afterlife and divine and reincarnation mm-hmm. and all the questions why am i here all those types <laughs> of things and i found that that's beautiful that's beautiful so my next question for you is for somebody that is kind of feeling how you felt right not fitting in with the norm the the normal religion aspect feeling like they don't they don't fit in any of that if they're and they feel drawn to um, paganism and to to the label of witch. Um, what would your advice be for my viewers that are that are on that path? I would say get involved in excuse me. <coughs> I would say get involved in groups on Facebook or online somewhere so because so many people were solitary practitioners through the years and that's just not what's happening now and you need to be around other people to figure out to bounce ideas off so join a group you can come join my group if you're listening to this and it's free it's walking a pagan path take classes read books i have books like crazy over here I don't believe everything in them but I read them all to figure mm-hmm. out what I believe so do your research yeah research <clears> is extremely important people. join groups and, and ask definitely and don't believe just don't, don't believe the first book you read there is hardly any book on my bookshelf that I believe everything in it but I will take what applies to me so if you were su- to, to suggest say like we got the Facebook groups if there was one book that like you, maybe it didn't fully resonate with you hundred percent, but let's say 90% or even 80%. What, what would you mm-hmm. recommend to start for my viewers? If you had to cho- it's choose called weave the liminal, weave the liminal. I, I tell every weave the liminal. Um, I don't have it. Yeah, I do. I can actually show it to you. Perfect. <laughs> it's meant to be. That way I get, <laughs> that way I get the author. Correct. So Weave the Liminal by Laura Tempest Zakroff. Okay. And I recommend this book to everyone, whether you are beginner, uh, whether you are, have done it 25, 30 years. This is an amazing book. And I actually see this book as one of the few that I love everything in it. That is rare for me to say, but I love everything in this book. Beautiful. So I'm going to ask you, if you're open to it, would you mind sharing a technique that you found throughout your journey that would be beneficial for my listeners as a beginner? Like something that you use, whether it's like 
um, manifestation candle or a herb mix or whatever it is? Is there something that you could direct them to that might be helpful with them on their journey for just, you know, manifesting or clearing energy for their protection? There's so many things. So I got to figure out what would be good. Well, one of the things that I really enjoy doing is working with the cycles of the moon. In fact, I just published a journal that takes you through working with the cycles of the moon. So I'll talk about that because that's great for a beginner, really anyone. And so if you look up the cycles of the moon, you find out when the new moon is happening. That's where you, you set your intention. So whatever you want to manifest, what you want new in your life, and you can remember that because the new moon, you want things new in your life, then you set your intention and you, you decide, what do I want to get out of life? What do I want? Do I want a new relationship? Do I want a new job? Do I want a new mindset? Do I need to get rid of something and put something mm. new in its place? So whatever you want new, and then you can use fire. I love fire. And you, could, you, you can use fire for the new moon and the full moon. So for the new moon, write out what you want on a piece of paper and set your intention, speak it out loud. We said words are powerful. So speak mm-hmm. it out loud and burn it. And just visualize that as you are burning this piece of paper with your intention, that it's going out into the universe and that it's going to, it's almost like you're taking your wishes, you're taking your intention out into the universe. And then as the cycle continues, um, so now you have your waxing moon, then you think about, okay, what else can I do? What do I need to do? I, I say you put feet on your prayers, you put feet on your spells. It's like somebody trying to get a job and all they do is sit at home on their butt and they don't go fill out any applications. (laughs) You gotta do stuff. Yes. So whatever intention you want, what do you need to do? And at least two times during the waxing moon, make a plan of doing something. So if it is a job that you're trying to get, then go out and fill out applications, maybe burn a candle and state your intention again, or do your resume, just practical things like that. And then you get to the full moon. And the full moon is when you release. So it's traditionally Mm -hmm. a time of release. Get your fire again, get your paper again, meditate and figure out, okay, half the month has gone by. I've done my resume. I have figured out what I want. What's holding me back? What's keeping Mm. me from manifesting what I want? And then that's what you want to release on the moon. And this is kind of how you go through one whole moon cycle with one purpose, one goal in mind. And so you'd write down, okay, well, maybe I need to get some more training. Maybe there are things that I, maybe I need to change my wardrobe and you just kind of figure that out. Maybe I have a mindset that I'm not worth being paid. Mm -hmm. Maybe I have a money mindset that needs to go. And so then you burn that and you release. And this time, as you're burning this paper with all these things, you're releasing and letting go of what's holding you back. Then you continue to work through the waning moon. And for a couple of times during that, you, you are honing in on, okay, now that I've gotten rid of this financial mindset that's holding me back, what kind of mindset do I need? How can I continue to get rid of what I don't need and get what I want? And so you go through this whole month of cycle, you get to the new moon again, and you take stock. 
and you say, okay, do I have my new job yet? Do I have my new relationship yet? Where have I gone? Okay, I'm not quite there yet. Let's set a new intention. And you can even go right back into another cycle or maybe you've gotten where you need to be. And that dark moon, that kind of day or so of dark moon, you just rest and you just relax mm-hmm. and give yourself a pat on the back. But <laughs> that's that's a really great thing of a whole, a whole month of spells. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. I love that. I actually, I don't identify as a witch, but I do a lot of manifestation and um, I've used mm. this technique and I find it very helpful extremely helpful. And I get a lot of stuff done. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a very beautiful thing. Awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Um, so my next thing, uh, next question is, do you have any like things coming up that people could check out like any events or festivals or anything like that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited because I have a podcast as well, and my podcast and my business and other people are coming together to have this festival online, and it's called the Green Wild Festival for Witches and Mystics, and it's on November 13th. It's a pay what you can, so there's anywhere from $15 ticket to $30, whatever you can afford, and I have people from all of over the world who are doing all these wonderful workshops. We're going to be doing magic as a community. I'm going to be talking about the witch wound. There's so many different things that we're going to do for that whole day on November 13th. And I would love to have people join us for that, that first annual. I want to do that it every sounds, year. So it's the first annual festival. That sounds really fun. I sh- you should send me the link. I want to check that out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all open to stuff like that. I've got a very open mindset, right? So uh, anything, anything new and exciting, mm. I'm there because <laughs> it awesome. just expands yeah. my toolbox, right? And it, it opens up my mind to more things mm. that I don't know. And what are we here for to learn, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. And our, our theme since it's November, very close to Samhain, very close to Halloween time. It's a very liminal time. Um, And so it's about thinning of the veil. So Mm -hmm. we're going to be talking about connecting to spirit of place. And we're going to be talking about uh, uh, different meditations. And I think someone's coming to talk about um, just all these amazing things that have to do with tarot. I think there's one talking about tarot cards. So it's all kind of around the theme of the thinning of the veil. Just Just to, you know, give a fun little theme for the time of the year. Nice. Nice. Well, guys, you've heard it. I'm going to, again, link everything in the description so that you can find all of this stuff. Um, Is there anything else that you would like my listeners to know before we end this episode? The main thing that I want people to know is that you are so much more powerful than you give yourself credit for. That's what held me back. And I have seen so many miracles happen in my life because I started believing in myself and believing in other people. And because I became a sovereign being and I talk about sovereignty so much that people get so fed up with me, but sovereignty (laughs) is so important. You are responsible for how you act and how you react. And there's so much in the world you're not responsible for, Mm -hmm. but you are responsible for that. And it can change it can entirely change your life and loving yourself is part of that. 
Oh, beautiful. And it's so true. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the nude beach and expressing and sharing your story and all the wonderful things that you do. It was a wonderful time with you you guys. I hope you enjoyed everything. And like I said, I'll be linking all of her info below and we will see you guys back next week for another episode. Have a great day. (laughs) Bye.